you all do not only the tenant screening, but she can receive payments, you have rental insurance, everything like that also. Man, we're a whole suite. The crazy thing is people see me as the background check guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and definitely that is the core mm-hmm. of Rent Perfect. That's where we started. But we started building all these little functions around that because I am an investor. I want to make my life easy. Remember, I'm the successful mm-hmm. lazy landlord. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hello, 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 great state of Arizona. This is Marcus Maloney, and I have my co-host. Mike Delpree, hello. And we are the Azria Show. And on today, we're going to be talking about all things Rent Perfect. You may ask yourself, well, what is Rent Perfect? Well, we have David Pickron here that's going to explain Rent Perfect. He's not only a member of Azria for our business associate for nearly 20 years, but he's also an investor. We're going to be talking on multiple different standpoints here on today's show. So David, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Love the studio guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you've been an investor. How did you get started as a real estate investor? Well, um, out of college, I, uh, I started an eviction company and uh, grew that pretty pretty quickly and uh, realized that I had a lot of evictions in apartment communities. And then right next door, I hardly had any evictions. Well, to build my eviction company, I went next door and said, hey, how can I get you guys to have more evictions, right? Doesn't sound very good, but <laughs> I'm in my 20s. And uh, I soon realized that the difference between the communities that were just pumping out the evictions and the ones that weren't, where they were screening and doing backgrounds, on their other applicants and mm-hmm. so i had a, a really large eviction database doing most in arizona at that point before the internet and so people kept coming to me saying hey can we run through your eviction data mm-hmm. and that kind of got me into the background industry and then i realized hey i need to start buying and not just helping moving the right in the right tenants mm-hmm. with my clients i need to be the landlord too right and so i started picking up uh few properties here and there. And now I'm, I'm not a big landlord. I just got 16, but I do that and run a few companies and, mm-hmm. and uh, manage them myself. So. So, okay. so when you say you had an eviction business, yeah, clarify. Okay. Like you said 20s, right? Evicting people out of their house at <laughs> yeah, 20 years yeah. old. Like, so that's pretty interesting. My, Going in with the frat brothers. And <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I took a lot of hours my senior year of, of college up at NAU in Flagstaff. Okay. And, and I took so many hours, I couldn't really have a full-time job. And so I'd come down on the weekends and work for my uncle okay. who had this company. And they were just kind of running it kind of not really like a business. Mm-hmm. And I, and I young and, and dumb at that point, but thought I knew everything. So, hey, I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a business graduate. I, we can make this something. And mm-hmm. we threw away the checkbooks that he was using and got actually online to some computer software and mm-hmm. kind of got him up to speed and, and then really took off uh, with that company. And landlords weren't getting their rent. They, they reached out to us. We did the notices, the sums okay. of complaints at the courts, got writs it. of restitution, stuff like that. That's pretty cool. So, so as a wholesalers, right? You had an awesome database to start. When you said you wanted to start buying rentals, yes. is that who you started buying from? Was well, I, I, would have, I would have landlords come into my office almost crying because they weren't getting rent for months and months and months. And they would say, I hate this business. I don't want to be in this business. And I soon started saying, well, what's your property look like? Right. Mm -hmm. I'll buy it. Mm -hmm. The reason you're having so many problems is it's not the property. It's the people you're not putting in the right people. And so I really quickly realized that as as an investor, a future investor, putting in that right person 
was almost more important than buying the investment property. Like, wow. like the empty investment property doesn't make you any money, right? You got to put people into it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now you're in the, the people game and mm -hmm. the people game is different than the investor game. Okay. Right? Yeah. You start out as an investor and then you become a property manager. That's a whole nother ball game. And a lot of people don't like that. They're, they're per, some personalities are too nice. They, they yeah. believe everybody. And, and you got to be kind of a stern. You got to run it like a business is what I say. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Because oh, I know before we were talking, you said there's two investments. There's Yeah, your original investment. Mm -hmm. And then what I think is really important, and I hope people listening to the show today see that your second investment is the people you put in to protect your first investment. And if they're not the right people, they're going to mess your whole investment up. Mm -hmm. right? so you go out and you, you jump the fences, you look through the windows, you find that sweet wholesale property or however you get it, that, that foreclosure, or however you get the property, you're so excited because you got a good deal, but you're going to ruin that. If you're going to hold it, I mean, mm -hmm. flip it, you don't need to worry about the people, but if yeah. you're going to hold it, you got to find the right person to put in there because I always look at it this way. I'm a numbers guy, right? I love numbers. If someone rents her up right now, so someone's going to pay you $2,000 for the next five years, you find the right, what I call business partner or tenant. How much money are they worth to you? That's $125,000 that that person is. Don't you think we should spend some time to make sure they're the right, right person? Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no. So I love how you said it's a people's business because, um, yeah, treating it more like customer service yeah. versus like an ROI. Yeah. You know, that's huge, man. It's a good perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because of that, because I'm a landlord as well, and Mike mm -hmm. is too, we understand that dynamic about screening and finding the right person to put in a property. Right. And tenant screening isn't always the easiest thing to do. How do you guys manage that aspect and do that? Us as landlords, we get the right people in the, in the right. Okay. The first, the first thing I think why people don't do it right is let me use an analogy. Do you guys ever go to the doctor's office at the beginning of the year and they give you this packet and this pen and mm -hmm. they say, fill out all of this paperwork mm -hmm. and you write your name and your address and your social and you get out your insurance card and then you flip the page and at the top, what do you got to do? You got to write your name your, and you're name. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and your brain goes, I just don't want to do this, right? And we're supposed to be going into the doctor's office and have this great attitude and they just kind of buried you in the lobby with a bunch of paperwork. Onboarding applicants is a lot of paperwork. It's a lot of steps. It's a lot of crossing T's, dotting I's. And a lot of landlords and, and, and my brain guess, says, hey, let's hurry up and get through this quickly because this is painful. And so when I see something that isn't right, oh, maybe I'll just ignore it or yeah. I won't ask a question. And listen, just show me the money and I just got the place rented and here's the keys and, and just go and, and cross my fingers. Mm -hmm. That is not the way to manage. We, we're dealing with a half a million dollar properties now, mm -hmm. at least 200, 250, even if you're buying duplexes, a door, yeah. right? I mean, it's just a lot of money right now. But even when they were 80 and $90,000 a door, there are investments. Why, why not make it where it's so simple on the landlord to do it the right way? I've coined the phrase a successful, lazy landlord. That's what I feel mm -hmm. I am. <laughs> I feel I'm a successful, lazy landlord. And how I onboard simply is this. I've created a program where when someone says they want my property, I go ahead and send them a text and an email through an app. It's all I do. I get your email address and I get your phone number, all I get from you. And I send you an online link that you go on and you fill out my whole online application. Now, Rent Perfect, when I say your application, we have, we're customized. You're not using Rent Perfect's application. 
you're using you if you like certain questions you put certain questions on your your mm -hmm. online application in rent perfect they go ahead and fill that out i go on with my life i have lunch i run my companies i do whatever while they're sitting there inputting all the data right. into it what i get back when they're done is their full application their driver's license their um, paycheck stubs i get their mm -hmm. proof of income if it's not a paycheck stub and it's taxes or whatever it is the system takes them does it all for me I don't have to keep asking for, okay, now I need a copy of your driver's license now. This right. is just gathering yeah. this information for me. Then it gives me the credit check, an instant criminal background. Now, we don't stop at that instant criminal. We'll talk about that in a second, mm -hmm. but it's still a snapshot, right? It gives you something. It gives me address history. All of a sudden now, the next thing I'm dealing with after someone says I'll take it and I've sent them this invite is all of their information. And I can mm -hmm. look at this information and go, hey, their credit score is this, they're this, they pass my criteria, they look, and, and I can push a few more buttons and take them to a lease, a few more buttons and take them to paying me rent or at least paying me the deposit mm -hmm. right away. Within a day, I can have that deposit money into my account without ever seeing the people after the original showing. And right. so it takes this process that usually lasts a week and it shrinks it down to just a day or two. Wow. Let's go back a little bit. This is rent perfect. When, this is for solopreneurs or like, investors or property managers? I have property perfect. managers that have 2,500 properties okay. that are using this. And I have the single person who has one home. Okay. But okay. my average landlord is self-managing five to 15 units. Okay. That's okay. my average. Got it. Perfect. Understood. Self-manage or property managers. And, they, and what, 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 are, what are other services that are entailed in Rent Perfect? Rent Perfect will do the online application. We'll do the full background, criminal okay. credit, eviction, identity. Mm -hmm. One big thing we're seeing nowadays is we're not denying a lot for criminal history. We're denying a lot for identity because mm. criminal records are, are, are getting easier and easier to get to in the courts. And uh, so a lot of people are saying, oh my gosh, if I get my right date of birth and my right spelling of my name and my right social, they're going to see, see that I have that. a theft charge. Why don't I change my date of birth? Why don't I change the spelling of my name? Identity is so important on the front end. If we don't have the right person, we must not even do a background true, check, right? True. We're seeing a lot of that. We do that, then we take you, like I said, through a lease. Then we have you go through a move in and move out inspection. One of my favorite things in the program, I don't go and now walk the property with them anymore. Mm -hmm. I send them a link on their phone again, invite them, they walk the property with their phone. It says, go to the kitchen. How do the countertops look? How do the walls look? Mm -hmm. How do the cabinets look? Do you see anything? And they're pushing buttons, go to the first bathroom, go to the second bathroom, go to the bedroom. It walks them through like this, this walkthrough wizard, take a picture. What, what is wrong yeah, with this, right? Huge, yeah. And then it saves it all in my profile on my phone. I have that wherever I go. Now in the old days, um, I had a, I had a move out and I went over there and uh, did a move out inspection. Right. So this is like, this is like eight years ago, way, way we used to do it, right? Old school. And I walked the property on the move out because they wanted there to security deposit back, right? Mm -hmm. And I walked in and actually had another person move in the next day and I was really stressed that, man, I'm gonna be working all day to get this property to where it needs to be. And mm -hmm. I walked in and it was like the angels sang, like, oh, mm -hmm. it was perfect. Okay. The walls were perfect, the carpet was shampooed. I was like, amazing. And I've never had a property mm -hmm. returned as well as I delivered it, you Great. know? And, and so I'm like, oh, this saves me so much time. And so, and I wouldn't recommend this, but I got out my checkbook and I said, I'm giving you your security deposit <laughs> back right now just because I was feeling so good at the time, right? Okay. <laughs> I wrote him a check for 1600 bucks. That was his rental amount. And I usually match that with my security deposit, but he'd been in there for five years. Mm -hmm. I gave it to him and he looks at it and he says, hey, Dave, 
you only made me pay 500 bucks five years ago for the security deposit. You're giving me 1600 back. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, can I have that check back right. real, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick? You know, turn around, rewrote it for 500. But the reason that I just guessed at that security deposit is because that lease was at home in a manila folder. Mm. I didn't have it on me. Right. Yeah. I think it was at home in the middle of folder. It might have been in my office. It might. Have, yeah. I, who knows? After five years, where yeah. you know what file folder went where in my house, and 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 so I just decided I got to get this all on my phone. I got to get it all where I just log in. I see everything. I see anywhere from payments to leases to applications. Even if I'm going in for a collection later, I can see their application and and see who the referrals were on the application with the phone number. I just I don't have to keep going to a Manila right. folder. Rent Perfect allows you to chuck the Manila folder. Mm-hmm. get into this century and have access to all your data right on your phone everywhere you go or your desktop or your tablet or, or wherever you know Love it. so david you was telling me kind of the difference between you and and a competitor you're you're a pi correct i am i am so for those who don't know he's a private investigator as far as the background checks and everything like that you dig deep you don't just go on the surface and just yeah. Pull data yeah. off the internet. Right. Kind of explain that to us. Okay. Big names in our industry. Zillow's getting into our industry. When you go to Zillow and you put your thing, they want you to get an online application, do yeah. background checks. Those are instant backgrounds. Smart move, instant backgrounds. Most screening companies, instant background check. And what that means is when you put in your data, you get an instant report back right mm-hmm. away. Okay. That's an instant data poll. What an instant data is, is it's, it's not really a, a, a research company, they're database companies. And so they'll go out and buy court databases and they'll, they'll make one big database. And when you enter a name and, a, and a, a date of birth, all they're doing is checking their database. When they give you back a no records found, it just means no records found in our database. It doesn't mean they don't have a record out there. And those databases to populate usually take six months to a year to get those things populated. If you're moving someone in and they're in the middle of an eviction right down here in Maricopa County, and you pull an instant database, you're not going to see that record in there for months and months and months. And by the time you do, it's too late. You've already moved them in. Mm. A private investigator, an investigative background screening is what we do is we actually go right to the courts when you submit your application to us or when your tenant fills out their application and submits to us. I can tell if they're right in the middle of an eviction right now. Wow. They even hadn't, haven't even had their hearing yet. Say the attorney just filed on them this morning at 10. I'm hitting that court database. And that's the difference. An instant database is a made up database okay. out in cyberspace. We're going right to the original source, which is the courts. That's where all the real data is. Wow. And so I know how important it is for the second investment we talked about. I need to make sure that I give my clients so much data that it is easy to make the decision on whether I'm going to have a good future business partner or not. And, and I can't do that unless I give you all the right information. If I, if I mess up and don't give you the right information, you move someone in and find something out later, you can yeah. be going through a $5,000 turn eviction headaches. And so, well, so I'm perfect. I'm going into the, the research. What about nationally? Yeah. Can you tell if yeah. just Maricopa or no, if so, they lived in Florida and had some problems? Yeah. Every court that shares their data with us. Now, mm-hmm. there are some courts out there and they're slowly getting up to speed. There's a podunk court, say, in Louisiana, and they're still a microfish. I'm not going to be able to get you back a report within yeah. four to six hours sending someone to Louisiana looking through microfish <laughs> and then charge what we charge. I mean, right. right? We're going to get you all the available data, but it's it's usually in the big city centers. We're covering probably 95% of words in our investigation, but I don't want to say cool. we're going to cover every single 
poured out there. But here's what's interesting. When you when your applicant fills out their, their application and comes to us, they're actually assigned to a private investigator in our office. You as a landlord are going to get an email that says, hey, my name is Alicia and I am your personal private investigator and I'm working on your file right now. Wow. That's so when they start, but it, and then we have about four to six hours. We have subscriptions. We have some online stuff. We have some telephone stuff. We have all these different ways of contacting courts and getting into their databases based on the court because there's 3,500 superior courts and there's 27,000 smaller courts. I mean, there's a lot of courts. Wow. You're like, Dave, how do you do all that? Well, here's the deal. If someone is from Florida and Arizona and applying, I'm not checking Maine and Alaska. You've never showed me that you've lived up there. I'm looking at all your address history. Right. Now, not address history that they give us on the application, but the address history that I pull as a PI. Okay. I can tell you where they live. They don't need to tell me, right? And so I'll dig deep where they've lived and where they've worked. And that's where the majority uh, of people are arrested or, or get yeah. in trouble is, is right around the place there. Most people don't go, oh, I'm only going to commit crime in Pima County. Let me drive two hours <laughs> commit, and then I'm going to be squeaky clean yeah. right. in America. But it doesn't usually work like that, right? Cool. What, yeah. are, what are some, throw some, some tips how to uh, spot a bad tenant? Okay. I look at the, at the showing of the property as kind of like the first date or the interview. Okay. It's so important. They might be there looking at the property. You're there to really gauge what type of person is there. Now I have, we have to be careful because you have to have a, a set criteria right. that says, okay, I'm not going to accept five-year misdemeanor, 10-year criminal. I want a credit score mm -hmm. of the, I mean, you have to stay consistent with everybody. So you have to have a set criteria. There's no discriminatory practice. Exactly. Okay. If you're saying, Dave, I don't even know what you're talking about a, criteria, about a mm -hmm. criteria, just email info at rentperfect.com and say, give me a sample criteria and we'll send you off okay. a detailed criteria. Awesome. Thank you. Perfect. You need that. I mean, you have to, I mean, even before you put it on online, you have to have a criteria, but when COVID started, a lot of people stood up and they said, hey, you can do these, these touchless showings and they can go and put a code on the door and let them go see it. And if that works for you, great. For me, I want to be there. And I, as a PI, I'm asking a lot of questions because there's a lot more than just the criminal credit background check. Also. I want to know mm -hmm. a lot about you. And really what I'm looking for mainly is a victim mentality. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know if they have a victim mentality, it's going to be high maintenance. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'll ask two questions in a roundabout way for sure. I'll say, what are you going to miss about your current property you live in? Okay. It's a positive way to say that opens up the door to my landlord. I mean, my landlord did it. And when they start bagging on their landlord, past landlord, I'm just yeah. the next landlord. Because right. I'm probably no better than the previous yeah, landlord. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I start, I start cluing in on the personality. And then I say, uh, so I just did this the other night as I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, a showing and, and the lady said, well, I'm really going to miss the neighbors. We had really, really good neighbors over there. That's a positive thing. I'm like, yeah. okay, so they're neighbor oriented. And so I'm, I'm just taking this data in and I'm like, well, actually next door is a guy's named Kevin. He actually works for me next door. And he's been, and I start selling them on how good the neighbors, the neighbors are, are in this neighborhood. And then I say, Hey, what do you like about this property? My last property was a two-story. We were running up and down the stairs. This is a single story. And, and, and by those two questions, what are you going to miss on your old property? What do you like about this property? It opens up and I can kind of tell if I'm going to have a troubled tenant or not, just based on not necessarily backgrounds and all this, mm -hmm. just communication just conversation. And, and, and personality and right. the way they see life. And so I remember one, one tidbit that I picked up from my landlord 
back when I was in college, pulled up. He said, I knew you was going to be a good tenant because your car was so clean on the inside. And I asked him about that. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, I can tell just by your car that you're a detail-oriented person. You're prompt and everything like that. And we walked the property and I was able to get I was able to get right. the, get the lease. Now that's one of the things that I always tell my property manager to do is when they pull up, you know, let them go on the property, let them see it. You go and evaluate their car and see yeah. what their car look like. That's a good one. And I guarantee you, the people that have those messy cars, their house is the same way. Because I tried it one day. I was like, let me get this person the benefit of the doubt. They got kids, single mom, and had the property manager go back maybe three months to do the quarterly check right. and the property was just like the car. Yeah. Yeah. I love when I knock on the door and that, that door just barely opens. Yeah. Can I help you? Well, I'm here to tell you. You can yeah. just tell. I don't want you to look Sorry inside. For right? the mess. This is not how I <laughs> yeah, live. Exactly. But... <laughs> right. Right. It's been a crazy week. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Those dishes right. haven't been done for two weeks. I can exactly. Tell. The exactly. cockroaches are talking to me. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I tried, uh, Rent perfect out and use it. I'm a user. I tried it last year. Yeah, I, I love it. The, the, it made the whole process. Everything you were saying in your stories about yeah. how, how you rolled into Rent Perfect. It was, yeah, I agree, man. Because it's a frenzy. Even last year it was a frenzy for rent. So it was just like we just put it out there. We sent out the information, right. and all all the forms just started. All the applications just started coming back to Absolutely. us. Absolutely. And we didn't have to talk to anybody. But yeah, yeah. So it was awesome, man. But if I could, yeah. if I could just give one more tidbit that's really helping me right yeah. now in this market. When I put it on, say, Zillow, Trulia, whatever, and I, and I put an ad out there for my property. I don't know if you guys have done that lately, but you'll get like 30 people come back. I want, I want a view. I want an application. I want an application. Mm-hmm. You just don't even know where to start, start. right? Mm-hmm. And kind of the same concept of the clean car. At the very end of my ads, my three-bedroom, two-bedroom is located in Gilbert, Arizona, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And at the very end, I said, I will not, I call this a code word, by the way. I will not respond to you unless you let me know. I am going to ask for 12 months worth of bank statements to verify your rent and your employment. Then I'll watch all these things. I want an application. I want a showing. I I don't even respond until they say, hey, I'd like to see your property. I know you're going to ask me for 12 months worth of bank statements. Tells me you've read Read the the ad because for 25 bucks, you can apply at as many properties as you want on Zillow right now. It's like the old uh-huh. Craigslist. They're just like, apply, apply. Uh-huh. If you're desperate okay. for housing, apply, 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 apply. I want someone who says, no, 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 David's house, that's my house. That's the house I want. It has the pool or it has the big backyard or it has the place that my kids are in that school district. Then when I meet with them and I take the time to meet with them, I already know that these people don't want just any property. Right. They want my property. And so I've been using that code words and it has been saving me so much time. And I have been renting to the first person, not, not because it's the first person and because the first person has been the qualified person when I've used that on an online listing service, put in a code word and whether it's, I use it too. I have some short-term rentals and I rent to a lot of our winter visitors from January to March, but I got to fill the property now up from April to December. It's not really short-term, but it's not a year's lease. Right. And I put, I will not respond unless you know that this is only available from April 1st to December 31st, 2022. And then here it comes. I'm looking for a year's lease. They're not even reading the ads. And then we understand this short-term rental. We're just moving into town. We're going to buy a home. We just need someone for two, three, four, five months. And I'm like, okay, now I don't have to waste everybody's time and go, oh, you didn't know this was a short-term rental. I'm not signing a two-year lease. 
And so those code words recently with just the frenzy. Yeah, great tips, um, man. Has yeah. been has been really worked for me. So so what, one thing that I liked about it too was the well you got to pay that the, the processing the application fee. Right? Oh, I absolutely do. Right. So me personally, I don't like to ask back and forth. I, I you know. never got it. Right. Yeah. I would be like we'd be at the property showing and then. They'd go, hey, I would like, I'd like to apply, and I'd have my paper application in my mm-hmm. folder. And I was lucky if they said that there. If they call me two hours later, we've been talking about it, and I'm like, now I got to fax it to you, email mm-hmm. it to you, meet up with you again. I get out my little paper application, but I didn't carry a credit card swiper with me. I didn't. Yeah. I just right. said, okay, here, or I scan it to my email. There was never a good time to get the money, and that money is a good pre-screener. If you're not willing to pay me thirty nine dollars to apply, yeah, then let's not even let's start. Not even talk. But what's nice is that $39 comes right to Rent Perfect. Yep. Right? Which makes our service free to the landlord. It's free. Yep. Why wouldn't you use it? It's perfect. Perfect. It is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, uh, are, is there a part where the landlord can put maybe money on top of your fee? Is that possible or no? I didn't um, read it, that. It wrong. is possible, but we don't always recommend that okay. because that. Now, what I would tell my clients is hey, you get that fee but put it in your lease as some other fee and get that fee in the move-in payment, right? Because they still might have a cleaning fee or a pet fee or still put some type of fee Mm -hmm. to get that money in another way. But I would keep it clean because there are cases out there where people have used application fees as a profit center. And and this is where it gets them in trouble is they take seven applications, they take seven $40 and then they only rent to one and then the other six lose their $40 Mm -hmm. and the landlord kept it. There's cases out there that that don't bode well for us. Got it. And so that's why I don't recommend you doing that. You can, mm-hmm. but I would highly recommend you not. Good to know. Okay. Good to know. So let's take a brief break, hear a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to continue discussing Rent Perfect and how we can use it not only locally, but nationally. Are your real estate dreams on hold? With work, kids, everything else going on, time is limited. Most days you feel like the world's on your shoulders. You might even say to yourself, if I just had someone to lean on and push me in the right direction, I know things would happen quicker. Well, then you need to check out the Deal Finders Club, a community of investors eager to close more deals, sign more contracts, and just get ahead in life. The DFC provides weekly coaching, thriving online community, and all the education you need to be confident. DFC is your fastest path to closing more deals. To learn more, head over to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. Okay, guys, we are back with David Pickron of Rent Perfect, who is also a business associate and not only just a local business associate, but a national business associate. Tell me, David, I own properties out of state. I want to use Rent Perfect. Is it just for local for Arizona or can it be used nationally? We are, we do all 50 states and we're actually bigger outside of Arizona than we are in Arizona. Our headquarters are here, but uh, I was on the board of the National RIA. I fly around and speak to all the RIAs around. Luckily, I'm here in Arizona. I get to come in live in the studio. I've done a ton of Zoom calls, but you really can't be an effective background investigation company unless you cover the entire nation. Mm-hmm. It's doesn't 20% of the people who get out of prison move from the area that they, they yeah. offended in because they want to start a new life. I mean, people move. And so if you're just checking like maricopa.gov, you're just checking felony records there. You can do that for free. It's mm-hmm. available online. 
Okay. You better know what you're looking at. You better make sure the date of birth is right. You better not hold something against someone that's not them. That's why you just let them pay me and let me take that liability. But uh, yeah, we, 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 we check the whole country and it's necessary to do. Okay. A local background isn't, isn't enough. You all do not only the tenant screening, but you can receive payments. You have rental insurance everything like that also man we're a whole suite the crazy thing is people see me as the background check guy right yeah. <laughs> and and definitely that is the core mm -hmm. of rent perfect that's where we started but we started building all these little functions around that because i am an investor i want to make my life easy remember i'm the successful mm -hmm. lazy landlord mm -hmm. and i started putting in well wait a minute why can't we take an application online well wait a minute i want them to have renter's insurance why can't they buy renter's insurance right here why can't I do put my lease online and have them e-sign it, right? A DocuSign. Why can't, why do I have to go, okay, years ago, I'd go to the, my mailbox and look for checks. And then I would go over to some people's houses and I'd pick up the checks. Yeah. And then they'd <laughs> want to drop a check off at my office. office. Okay. And then they would say, oh, I'll put it right into your bank account. Give me your bank account number. And then they would put in half the rent. Mm -hmm. and not the full rent and it and all these things just caused me issues and i'm running to the bank and i'm doing things when i'm thinking i'm working way harder than i have to work right oh yeah yeah we created our rent pay program which is like now my favorite thing in all of rent perfect because we do all this stuff up front and then the rest of our lease and our best rest of our relationship mostly other than maybe the air conditioning call or the, the maintenance call is collecting rent every month. That's our that's our next opportunity to really interact with our tenants. All our tenants could sign up through Rent Perfect, make the payments online. Right. Okay. They, so what if they're late or running behind? Okay, so this is so cool. I want my tenants to have me on their mind on the if the rent's due the first on the okay. 25th of the month. I want them to start thinking about David Pickron, yeah. right? On the 25th they get, "Hey, reminder rent's due in 5 days." Okay. Okay. Rent's due in 4 days. Rent's due in three days. Rent's due today. Rent's late with a $50 rent pay with mm -hmm. late fee. And by the way, you can't just go and pay part of it right now. It's either you pay all of it or you pay none of it. And by the way, tomorrow, there's another $50 added on to yeah. it, right? And it keeps th these, these tenants getting these emails and so text and, and say, they're a little bit harassing, but I don't have to do the harassing. Right, I go right. about my day. Now, in the meantime, I'm getting something on my phone saying, your tenant paid his rent, or your tenant hasn't paid rent, or your tenant is late and has a late fee. And so it's really keep, it's almost like instead of me going to look if they paid rent, the system's calling, tapping me on the shoulder and saying, mm -hmm. hey, by the way, these guys over here haven't yeah. paid rent. And I love that because I used to wake up and go, okay, wait a minute. When you have one, two, three, four properties, you start getting up to six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It is now a mm -hmm. nightmare to start going, okay, I get, I get Venmo here. Yep. Okay, yes. I get, okay, you cash know. Cash I, I, I got yep. to go to the mailbox on this guy. This guy drops it. I, I mean, it just starts getting crazy. And so I went to all of my tenants and I said, it's a new day. Mm -hmm. We are all jumping on this system. And now I can pull up my phone. I can see whose payments are coming up and who has paid in a very organized fashion. And it is, it yeah, has so, seriously changed my yeah. life. I got to set that up. I'm lacking. On You're going to love it. Yeah. You're so going to love it. Are, what about the, us that don't like to create templates and emails? Are all these created for us? Yeah, it's okay. all created for you. All so right, cool. you will, you will, you will fill out an application and you will apply with this, this processor. Okay. And then once we put in your codes into the system, you'll send out what we call a payment schedule. You, you send them the lease. Great. Let me set up your payment schedule. You're going to pay me on the first every month for 12 months. 
And then your tenants can go in and say, okay, just make it auto pay. I don't ever want to worry about this again. Or they can say, okay, just set it to manual where I have to push the button every month when I'm getting these emails. I have to manually just make sure the money's in there. Maybe they're mm -hmm. running so tight they want to manually push it every month. But I'm finding most of our tenants that are paying our landlords online just set on auto pay and get about their life because that's the way I would do it. Right. You One know? of the things that I like about it is when you have it on auto pay and you have it like that, it automatically goes to your QuickBooks accounts too for your bookkeeper and everything like that. We know as landlords, we get busy. If we got somebody that's doing cash app and mailbox and everything like that, you'll de deposit the money and then you'll go back at the end of the month. Now, what was this $400 yeah, for? Yeah. Because the rent may be 1400, yeah. but the tenant wanna only pay 400. So now you're like, what is this $400 for? But yeah. it will label it you know, what it is. Right. That's that's good. We have rent in there. We also have mm -hmm. what we call a miscellaneous payment. I can launch, say I get a, a notice for, they left the garbage cans out for the third time and now I get a $25 HOA fine. I can go in there, my miscellaneous, we $25, goes to them. Mm -hmm. Landlords requesting $25, pay this fine. Mm -hmm. But also allows, it's, it'll handle not just rent, but anything, any money exchanging from your tenant to yourself, you can launch. So it's almost like having your own personal Venmo in a way right in your platform and cool. it's good because the one thing about landlords is we got into it for the passive income we right. don't want to go out there and work and hunt people down for right for, for our money yeah, right. for our money and everything <laughs> like that we yeah. just want set it up on auto pay let's get right. the money you guys get the house and easy peasy absolutely now if they were hurting for money and say it came through and and uh, they they submitted their payment and they didn't have money in their account, right? It was going to act like a bounce check, they're going to get charged $25 for it. You have the ability to say, "Okay, you have to pay outside the system this month with certified funds." Months. Okay? And then I'm going to let you back on the system next month if you decide to do that as a landlord. I'm going to let you back on the system, but you got one strike against you, right? Mm -hmm. It allows you to even take a payment outside of the system and still monitor it and okay. log it. Uh, and we get that every once in a while with people that just don't have the money in their account when that comes through. Now on the back end, not to get too technical, is when they say pay my rent, we send a signal to their bank account to see if they have the money in there. And it oh, comes wow. back and says, okay, money's in there right now, oh, but wow. by the time we process it mm. and it gets there in a day or two, if the money's not there, it will it will jump back wow. and let us know right away. So, what, what about a lot of people who get Section Eight think, oh, I don't have to do the background, I, I have to treat them different. No, no, mm. you don't want to treat Section Eight any different okay. than regular, right? Now, Section Eight is you're going to get a check from the government. So you're not going to convince the government to do online rent right. pay, Got right? It. Okay. But a lot of Section Eight will say, okay, thirty five dollars goes to the the tenant and then the thousand comes from the government you can set them up to pay that the, small amount the through okay. the rent okay. pay but even if the thing about rent perfect i love is you don't have to use all of it i mean you can use just the background you can use just the leases you mm -hmm. can use just the okay. renter's insurance you can use just the rent pay i mean it's all all a cart but it it it's, it is so smooth running together you're going to want to use all of it yep. and use it to our full fullest yeah i noticed the, I, we used uh you have leases in there uh -huh. and everything so so once again cool. there's an lease editor oh. we start you with a template but you can copy and paste and create your own lease and put your own stuff in there in my system i have a short-term rent uh re rental contract mm -hmm. i've got a long-term rental contract I've got like four or five different, some have HOAs, some don't have HOAs, some have pools, some have a lockbox, some have gotcha. whatever. And, and I can set these leases all up and cater directly to each property. And it's super simple to do. So once again, it's not our lease. 
it's your lease coming through our system. Man, that's amazing. So I have a question. It's kind of on the other end for, for tenants, because I've, I've noticed because of friends, family members that are looking for rentals, mm-hmm. they always call because you're at Ezria, they think you have, you have a right. bunch of houses available. Right, right, right. <laughs> totally. You know, so. I get that all the time. But no, I see a lot of people running into like scams, man. Like yeah. people just taking a picture of a house mm-hmm. and they're just trying to collect everybody's yeah, application fees yeah. and then they can't get in the house. They're what do you think about all that? Are you hearing anything about that? Well, a lot of that is off of these open free platforms. And I say Rent Perfect is free, but the one thing that we do at Rent Perfect is when you come on as a new client, as a new landlord, mm-hmm. we actually take you through a small vetting process. We're not hitting your credit. We're not dinging your credit. We're not doing anything like that. But we're taking you through a, a, a vetting process to make sure you're the landlord. You do own that home. If you're a tenant coming through Rent Perfect dealing with a landlord, we know all parties involved. If you get scammed, then we certainly know who's been doing the scamming. And so mm-hmm. we have never had anything like that on our platform at all. Cool. Our landlords are required to re-authenticate with us every six months. It's it's kind of a pain for the landlords. They're like, well, I already did this. I said, listen, I'm protecting. I'm protecting everybody yeah, on this though. platform. And there's a lot of scams, a lot of fraud. Uh, and we just want to be the ones that you can trust. That, that's a good Perfect. selling point for our members and landlords to yeah, say, hey, yeah. I, I'm, you have to go through this process that's vetted right. and legit and absolutely you know, make the tenant feel comfortable. And, and we take these paper applications and we grab them, we throw them on our front seat and we throw them on, and they got people's socials and date of birth. Right. I mean, as another selling point for protection of the tenant is when you fill out all that information online in an online application, I'm keeping it protected behind firewalls, security, passwords. Your data isn't just on a piece of paper mm-hmm. floating out there for someone to stumble across to. And so it's a much more secure way of doing business. Anything that we reprint or reshow always has the social securities with stars. You never really see a full social again once you get it the first time. Uh, so you can print out reports and you can do all this stuff. And we've, we've make sure we take care of all that personal information. And so Great. security mm-hmm. wise, you're, you're, you're in pretty good shape with, with rent perfect, but as a landlord, you need the social, we, we know we can tell you how to get the full social just in case you needed it for collection purposes or whatever you have access. We just don't make it super simple for everybody to, to see. Cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. And for ASRIA members, I mean, the benefit is if you're not an ASRIA member is $39, but for ASRIA members is 95 cents. Is that correct? To sign up with us, to mm-hmm. get an account with us. And the reason that I charge 95 cents, but I charge a lot more to people who aren't ASRIA members mm-hmm. is because we're doing that vetting process. I have an expense mm-hmm. that I have to vet my landlords with. If you're part of ASRIA, it's already tell. not that we don't vet you because we do vet right. you the same, right? But it tells me you're serious. You're in the business. You're showing up to a real estate investment association. And I'm willing to eat some of that money. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm so happy you are where you're at because I know you're going to do it right then because there are a lot of people that come to rent perfect, they sign up and then they think I'm their property manager and we, and we help them as much as we can. I mean, our customer service line is constantly mm-hmm. going and mm-hmm. I talk to people every day. If you call our office and said, I want to talk to David Pickering, you will get to me. You won't be filtered. You won't be, you'll say, just a minute, mm-hmm. let me, let me, you know, but then again, I have to shut down some people sometimes because they think I am their personal right, right property wow. manager and i know when they're part of ria they're getting good education and they, they're mm-hmm. not going to rely on me so much we love people coming in through the real estate investment associations because they're in the right place they're getting good data yep. they're meeting people in the industry and they're, they're not out there just on their own mm-hmm. just relying on me and 
when they cool. can get me on the phone. And so, like I said, I don't want to discourage phone calls. You're more than welcome to call me, but I have a good way of filtering out too when I'm feeling like I'm your property manager or I'm just an investigator helping you make a good gotcha. decision. You probably have some uh, pre-planned questions ready for us. I do, but uh, <laughs> I do. But the thing is, is I want people to make the right decision. And most of our clients with all the data we give them have all the data to make the right decision. But newer landlords sometimes just want someone just to say, you're right. Your yeah, instincts yeah. are, I'm right. I'm right. Okay. And then one or two deals into it, they're like the pros now. I have a little girl named Heather in my office and I finally got her to buy her first rental property and we cool. did podcasts and she was so nervous and I don't know. And, you know, I, I and she's that nervous Nelly type mm -hmm. of, you know, and, and now her lease is renewing this year. She's like, Hey, let's do a, a podcast on renewing someone's no. lease. Cool. And, and I'm like, yeah, but all the answers now, she's like, yeah, I'm a seasoned landlord. <laughs> I'm like, let's go back and look at that podcast a year right, ago. Right. You were shaking in your boots. But it's not rocket science, but sometimes you just need someone to say, mm -hmm. yeah, you're on the right. You're on the right. Well, speaking to all of the landlords here in the great state of Arizona and wherever you may be, Rent Perfect is definitely a benefit for you. You need to become um, a subscriber of Rent Perfect. But first, why don't you be a subscriber of Azria so you can get the discount? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. And we nice don't plug. give out that Azria code. You got to get it from Azria. Yeah, so there you go. Is there, I don't even recall, is there like a monthly charge or anything? There's not. Like now, just, for the rent for the rent pay, there is a $10 processor charge every month. doesn't come to me. Mm -hmm. It goes to the processor. But that's for as many payments as you want to make. So it's not like per payment, per whatever. If it's going to the same bank account, it's $10. It, I would pay $200 a month the way yeah. I use it. I yeah. mean, it is it is phenomenal. If if you look at this and say, hey, Rent Perfect's charging me $10 a month, which I'm not, it's a process server. But even if you say it is me and I'm $120 a year to use our free service that's now 120 to you, I'm still a bargain, yep. okay? Absolutely. It's not going into my pocket, but if that's the way you want to think, just sign up and I promise you we will we will change your life. Okay. David, if somebody want additional information about Rent Perfect, we know they can go to rentperfect.com. Is there yes. any other places? What about your podcast where they can get additional information? So they can catch us on uh, Apple, uh, our podcast. We, we film everything, put it on YouTube, Rent Perfect. Okay. On, and you can get all those links off of our website. We have a pretty heavy Instagram. Come follow us at Instagram, Facebook. We do pretty well at our, our Facebook page and just sending out uh, little updates. A lot of our podcasts are really informative. This is kind of talking a lot about Rent Perfect. We talk a lot about the markets, what people are doing. We talk a lot about what goes on around the other parts of the country, what we got to be aware with coming to Arizona. Even though we're a nationwide podcast, we really talk about a lot of Arizona because that's where I invest. Mm -hmm. And so if people like, like Chicago, Illinois saying you can't do a criminal background check and all of a sudden down in the legislature this year, someone puts the, the bill through, it doesn't get through committee, thank goodness. But our point is, is what's going on outside the state is, is knocking on our door. So we kind of educate you there. We, we do things like the code words I talked to you about, about mm -hmm. ways that you don't have to take all of these applications coming in from online sources. And so really it's an education podcast. Uh, we write articles every uh, week that are out there that you can see. And so, yeah, we love great. Rent Perfect. It does great, but we're really big on educating because we need successful landlords. We are disappearing. These big institutional buyers yeah. are coming in and they're buying by the numbers. We we need to hold hold strong and and not let regulation beat us, not yeah. let the market beat it. I mean, we got a lot of things working against us. Mm -hmm. we, I want to see people pass on to their kids what opportunities that I've had. And as selfish as I am as a dad, I want my kids to have rental properties. And so I'm fighting, fighting, fighting for our industry all the time because it's the best business in the world. Absolutely. It is. 
I mean, you buy an asset, someone else pays for it. You still own it. Mm-hmm. Tell me you wouldn't do that every time. Yeah, what's, exactly. what's the average, like 30, 40% of someone's income a year? Goes right to rental. Yep. That's crazy. What are, you brought up a quick topic. What are things investors can do to fight back, right? Like you said, the hedge funds or corporations are coming in, becoming landlords as well, right? And overpaying for properties. And how do, how do we stand up and what are some suggestions you might have? Well, I used to have this five mile rule around my house where I bought stuff within five miles mm-hmm. and five miles disappeared and it became 10 <laughs> miles and 15 miles. And now I'm buying up in Payson. I'm buying down in Tucson. Mm-hmm. You need to open up your, your circle a little bit. You need to get a little bit more creative. I was all long-term holds for a long, long, went to some commercial. Now I'm really focusing on short-term rentals, anywhere from kind of vacationers on the weekend vacationers to winter visitors. There's a lot of opportunity there still in Arizona. People think that they want to buy a property. They have a payment of say $2,000 and they want to, they want to get $2,300 in rent and make $300 cash flow, and ride the appreciation. Well, the appreciation has been ridden a lot around here, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And it'll still go up, but not to the point I think that it has been, because if it does, mm-hmm. our kids will never be able to sniff a property. Right. Yeah. But I'm making six times the amount of money in my short-term rentals as I do my long-term rentals. And I still think that that hasn't even been played yet. There are a lot of people who need temporary housing, whether it's, and when I say short-term rentals, we usually say that's under 30 days. It's like a weekend kind Mm -hmm. of a vacation rental, but there is a lot of need right now for furnished six month, three to six month homes traveling nurses, medical, we have some around some hospitals where people have get their cancer treatments and they don't want to pay for the hospital to house them, but they want to run just two blocks down the road and get in bed Mm -hmm. right after chemo. There are a lot of people who, who in this market think, see that the, the dollar signs where they sell their home with all the equity, and then they go to try to buy the next house and they realize you're in line or there's Mm -hmm. a million offers and all of a sudden I'm I'm homeless. I'm homeless for six months. Yeah. So they need to jump into a temp. They don't want to sign a year's lease because they're still yeah. going to buy a home. And so I think for investors just to sit back and do things the same old way is those days are kind of shaken up right now with yeah. what's going on. If you find something, write it out. But but at some point for me, short-term rentals are going to get saturated or and I'm going to have to to move on and, mm-hmm. and, and find mm-hmm. some little other nugget somewhere. I think that's what we need to do, right? Duck and jive and just, yeah. you know. Find it. Hey, there's dollar bills everywhere, man. I tell my kids, I said, hey, listen, dollar bills are easy to make. They're hard to keep. Okay. There's plenty of opportunity out there right now. Those investors that are coming to Azria talking about, oh man, it's all washed up. It's too big. I'm going to wait for the big downturn. Listen, there's dollar bills out there to find. You just have to get around the right people and the right people are at Azria. Those are the guys who know how to sniff out the dollar bills. Yep. When the dollar bills are tripping over, they're easy to find. Everybody can find them. Right yeah. now, not everybody's finding them, but they're still True. there. Yeah, a lot absolutely. of experienced investors here. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. So awesome. Well, David, we definitely want to thank you for being here and being a guest on yeah. the show. Enjoyed really it. Thank you. And you guys know where to go. Go to rentperfect.com. And for additional content, you always know you can go to asria.org or the Asria Show on all podcast platforms and youtube instagram facebook twitter love it yes yes thank you for being here man um, it's, it's been a, it's been a treat appreciate it let's make everybody property investigators we'll call all your listeners pis too how's that yeah, pis there you go okay <laughs> thank you much awesome okay thank, thank you, you so much thanks for listening to the asria show with your hosts marcus maloney and mike delpreet we hope you enjoyed this episode if you found this information valuable Head over to Azria.org and learn more about our community.